to our fine establishment of Josie's Bar and Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a fine establishment, right, Vix? Uh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, we're a bar in Hell's Kitchen, and once a week we like to talk about our resident superhero, the man known as Daredevil, and uh, we get an issue of Marvel Comics Daredevil, and we discuss it, um, what we think, and what worked, and what didn't work. And each week we have a different guest in the bar, and this week it's our returning guest, Brad. I think I said to you last week, Brad, oh, do you want to do Josie's Bar again this week? And then you basically had said to me, like, even if we hadn't invited you, you would have needed to come on to say your thoughts on this issue. Yeah, after I read this, I was like, whoa. (laughs) I I was reading it and I was like, I can't wait for Brad's rant about this. It's going to be great. Oh, and I could remember bits, and I was like, oh, I can kind of think what happens in it. And then I was reading it again, and I was like, oh, wow, okay, okay. I was, I was like, I, I, I got halfway through, and I was like, just, oh, I, I don't know if I can read anymore. But <laughs> it's I, a timely I, issue. It's so per- timely. Yeah, I persevered for the sake of Josie's obviously because I'm a professional you are a professional yes but I did get very very angry <laughs> yes yeah absolutely well we we shall go into, more than usual into anyway. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. uh, okay first of all before we um, start discussing the issue we are a bar and thus we usually have a drink in our hand uh, so what drink has everyone got today I'm just going to say that I have a Pepsi Max Cherry Maximum Taste No Sugar. <laughs> maximum Taste No Sugar. Yeah. What about you, Vix? I've got two, actually. <gasps> oh, you know. slut. <laughs> Oof, the decadence. <laughs> so lavish. Um, I've got a peppermint tea, which is too hot to drink at the moment, and a ginger beer. Very nice. Mm. Very nice indeed. What about you, Brad? Brad, are you drinking? Are you drinking justice? Are you drinking uh, uh, freedom? Um, well, I, you know, I'm not. Listen, it's a Sunday morning. Um, I made, I made a a triple shot uh, a white chocolate mocha. So. <gasps> oh, that sounds really good. Filth. Yeah, that sounds Absolutely way too decadent filth. to be in this establishment. It's very nice. It's very yeah, nice. he didn't. He, he didn't get it from Josie. <laughs> no, no, he got it from the the Starbucks down the road. No, oh, I get it from my own espresso maker. Nice. <laughs> it's it's from the um it's from the artisan coffee house down the road. Yes, yes. <laughs> we can't compete with them. Uh, okay. Well, this week, guys, we are discussing issue seventy. <gasps> wow, so so far through. Uh, issue seventy is called the Tribune, as we discussed last week. Um, this issue is described as follows. New York is in an uproar of protests. Extremists plant bombs in the hope of waking up America. And Daredevil was caught in the blast radius. This was published November 1970. Different, um, slightly different team, this uh, this issue, guys. So, mm. obviously, Stanley editor. But this story was written by Gary Friedrich. Oh. So, yeah, so that's... We'll have to sort of look out for him in future issues. Illustrated by Gene Colan, of course, um, and Sid Shaw's, and lettered by bum, 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 Sammy Rosen. He's yeah. Back. So that was the, good. The boy is back in town. Yeah. So, yes. So, do we want to discuss any, anything with this cover first, or do you want to go lo- straight into the meat? <laughs> <laughs> I just I love how dramatic and extra this cover is. Like he looks like, like he looks like he's a lady, a Victorian lady on a fainting couch. He's just been blown up. <laughs> I oh, love it though. He's, he's like, oh, oh, give me my smelling salt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yes, it's very extra. I did I did quite enjoy that. <laughs> yes, it's 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 delightful because he's just lying. Dada was lying there. Um, there's these protesters who want peace and yeah. the cop basically goes and if Daredevil dies you kids get the chair it's like whoa I, they, they go straight in with that don't they yeah like, they, oh, they hey. don't hesitate they're like right yeah you kids so we go into the issue we get our first um, in the sort of first splash page we get our first sort of peek at the Tribune 
and I I immediately slammed the toot button. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I just his outfit is epic, but I think I slammed the the toot button too early because then, as I read the issue, I was like, "You don't deserve to have that kind of fashion sense." No. no. So I retract. You retract I, the toot. I, I retract the toot. Okay. Which right. makes it's really just a solidly good cape. It's yeah. amazing. Like the collar is amazing. I like the contrasting like blue of his little mask and everything. But I can't. I can't toot someone like him. It Brad, just, uh, last night when we recorded Absolute True Crime, a deadly serious podcast, you were the judge, and I like to imagine this is how you were dressed. <laughs> I mean, this is how I dress when I'm the judge. I, I feel like, listen, I love the cape. I love mm-hmm. it. It's a wonderful cape. Yeah. It's really doing some solid cape work. Yeah. yeah. But the, the problem is that's, that's a cape for standing and making proclamations. That's not a good cape for, for sitting um, in judgment. Because mm-hmm. so, then you just got too much fabric around and it's going to be noisy and He'd weird. have to have, there'd have to be like a whole kind of like wind machine going on subtly. Yeah. I think you um, would take off your over cape and then have a sitting cape underneath. Oh, mm. absolutely. You want a cash cape? A yeah. cape? And I'm a bit concerned about the fact that Lady Justice seems to live in his chest. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure what that's about. That's where she lives, right? But, but she so, lives I'm in so, the heart of all Americans. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm so sad that this costume belongs to that person. This guy. Mm. Well, we'll the, pl- the, pl- the plunderer would never. The pl- How dare you disperse the plunderer? I would never. Our favourite. Well, we start the issue. We're back in LA, guys. Mm. But Daredevil isn't, but we are back in LA, so we know Karen's going to show up. Um, on Hollywood Boulevard. And the one and only Buck Ralston, one of the biggest stars in motion picture history, is preaching about americans being just like him it's about time patriots like us stopped being a silent majority brad what were your thoughts on this issue at this point i'm like oh oh i mean first of all (laughs) the whole thing like this whole issue it's it's way it's way too relevant to right now yeah um but also like i was like he's bust out silent majority like like pretty early because this is 1970 right Mm mm-hmm yeah, because like Nixon just made that of, like you, Nixon was the first person to like you know really blew that up for fucking you know anti-communist lunatics. Mm. Um, but like that just happened like that was like '69. Yeah, maybe. So like they're 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 uh, right on the edge of it. So uh, yeah, um, bravo. But, but then, uh, I guess when you consider who founded Marvel. And yeah. why they and why they made a lot of the characters? It's probably not like if you if you know that, then you're kind of like oh, okay, this kind of makes sense that mm. they're being sure, quite sure, sure. so blatant about. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like this is like they. I feel like they're a little, usually a little more clumsy or cloaked out. Yeah, yeah, this. but this, I feel this is this is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, what's not solid is Karen's outfit as she watches these goings on. Um, orange and purple, Karen. Like, what, like what? pick one. <laughs> well, I don't even know what she's wearing. She's wearing like a checkered orange, very like a... slouchy jumper. Is that what Wait, it is? Or it's... a dress? And it looks like <laughs> a fishing vest that's purple with purple round sunglasses. Yeah. It's oh, it's pink on them. Marvel Unlimited. Oh. So, and it looks like a kind of two-piece, so like a, a a blouse jacket and like a skirt, but then over the top she's got this kind of like long line fuchsia pink gelée. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like her sunglasses. Mm. The kind of like the matching I mean, pink sunglasses. Yeah, they're okay, but I I don't like this orange and pink no, purple whatever this... it is. Orange and purple I can get with, but orange and pink, no. 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 Uh, Karen is dreaming about Matt Vicks. <laughs> why haven't I heard from you? You could at least call, or maybe you're too busy being Daredevil. We find out why he hasn't called her. Why, what is that reason, Vicks? Uh, 
Because she Maybe. walked out on him. Oh, it's just... And he's all like, oh, but she, you know, she, why why won't she come back? She says she loves me, but she can't bear to be near me. It's like, yeah, no shit. She's got a career, dude. Yeah. Like, she's living her best life out in She's going to be in the I new was... Buck Rolston, Rolston movie. <laughs> She well, really knows how to pick them. Oh, seriously. Well, I don't know, because like, she's, uh, she's ringing Matt to ask him about it, because like, Debbie's clearly been, like, Comrade Debbie has been rubbing off a little bit on mm. on Karen, because Karen's like, mm, he seems like a bit of an asshole. Yeah. I, I'm looking at Karen's outfit in this other page where you see it, and it is like a two-piece, but I just... Yeah. It's so baggy. No. It's... No, I... I it's weird. No. Oh, so, so basically, he's like, Buck Rolston's like, oh, I hear you want to be in my new film. i got to say, you sure look the part. <laughs> and then he basically says later, oh, as long as she changes her way of thinking, at least she looks the part. If she changes right. her way of thinking, then she'd definitely be in the film. It's like, oh, man. Eeks. Wow. Eeks. So she meets Buck Rolston. She says that she found his speech a little bit too much and she says don't you think you can carry patriotism to extremes brad come on uh, surely not you're a patriot like <laughs> I, I hate that word how how is this how is this still so fucking relevant yeah like, it's, it's so relevant to today. I, and, and just again, to take it back to like 1970, like and how all of every little bit of this is still relevant. I I was on Twitter the other day, and people were were com- people were talking about Vietnam, and pe- like people were straight up talking about Vietnam and how how the liberals like. It's all the liberals' fault that that we had to leave Vietnam, and they always do say leave Vietnam. It's never we lost Vietnam, oh, yeah. like we lost a war, which we absolutely did, and the good guys won. Yeah. Um. So I like, I, like so nothing, nothing's literal, nothing, nothing has changed. 1970 to 2022, it's the same fucking shit, and these <laughs> same fucking fascist lunatics mm-hmm. are just like spouting this patriotic bullshit for like one of the shittiest countries like like america like what a fucking stupid ass country like, <laughs> like founded on genocide and slavery yeah, to yeah. its core to its absolute fucking bullshit well, like when you say that core. brad you mean freedom right yeah freedom so Buck Ralston and this other guy discuss Karen, and he's got a hunch that she might be a commie. You got to watch anybody that says you can be too patriotic. Like, and again with these fucking lunatics. Yeah. Like, everybody's a fucking communist. Like, I wish there were as many fucking communists in this country as fucking right-wing lunatics have imagined. Mm-hmm. Like, my life would be so much better and so much easier, like, if, like, there was more communists, like, that I was aware of in this country besides, like, me and, like, maybe four other people on the internet. It's not a thing. <laughs> They're everywhere, like, they can... Brad. They're everywhere. <laughs> Brad, yeah. I'm so glad you came on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, like... Current, current guys, just to put a timestamp. I, yeah, I know so you should say what's been happening because this episode may take a week or so to come out. But yeah, we we know everyone listens to this podcast to get um current news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's re- it's clearly relevant to the issue. Um, but yeah, currently the Supreme Court that is completely co- controlled by right wing fascists, appointed by right wing fascists, completely um, it, rogue. Like insane has decided women don't have rights. Yeah. Um, the EPA is not allowed to. That's the Environmental Protection Agency is not allowed to protect the environment. Um, Native American sovereign land is no longer sovereign. Um, the, the government can do whatever they want with it whenever they want. Um, I mean that's always kind of been the case, but it, you know at least they pretended. Yeah. Uh, now they're not even pretending. Yeah. Let's genocide them again. Um. Uh, like it's not good. It's very bad. 
Yeah. They're they're looking at reversing um, Moore versus Harper as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're also going to make it so that. Um, because we've already had a stupid election system where um, the, if the majority of the people don't decide the vote, um, it's through some weird arcane electoral college that actually decides the vote, which has given the presidency to multiple presidents now that didn't win the popular vote, and including the one where the Supreme Court just decided that George W. Bush was president and, and then elected the worst president in American history. Um, so... Cool. So they've already done that, but now they're going to get rid of the rules. So now the states can just decide whoever they want, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. Meanwhile, the Democrats, um, well, Nancy Pelosi read a poem, uh, you know, about Israel from an Israeli soldier. So well, that's what you need to do when things are going wrong. You just read poems. You don't actually do anything about it. Just yeah. really great about, you know, a genocidal country. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Great yeah. way. And the, president, and the president just keeps saying, someone should do something. Yeah. Yes. He's, <laughs> listen, he's, listen, he's opened up. He's now willing um, that if Congress and the Senate agree to do something, he won't stop them from doing something. Right. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Great job. Great job. Fuck this country is what I'm saying. Um, like... I'm going to become a tribunal, and I am going to judge <laughs> Guess what? The streets are going to run red with blood. You're going oh to dress, are you going to dress like this, Brad? I mean, if it, if it gets the job done. He's going to dress like the comedian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I go on the rampage. <laughs> if, if Brett Kavanaugh and Clarence Thomas's head end up on a pike, like, hmm. did I do it? No, clearly not. Clearly not. Did I endorse it? Absolutely. We do have space for some pikes outside Josie's bar. Mm. Yeah, this is the same shit that happens every day, every day since 1970. Very cool. Very... What, what you need to do is you need to follow Matt Murdock's advice. Where When you're having a ho-hum day, you need a quick workout to forget about your ho-hum day. Follow Matt's advice by basically essentially being Switzerland in this issue. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to talk about the end. Yeah, yeah. At, at, yeah, we will talk about that. So Matt is a, or Daredevil hears a conundrum below. And he's like, oh, what's happening at the New York Hilton? Oh, I forgot the vice president is speaking. Who would have been vice president now, Brad? Do you, do you know? Spiro Agnew. Oh, I didn't even know who that is. That's, that's a name? Okay, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, we got some deep Spiro Agnew cuts in here. Oh, really? Oh, you have to tell oh, yeah. us those. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so Matt says, oh, well, politics isn't my bag. I'll leave that up to Foggy, who's the district... Your assistant district attorney. <laughs> like, I feel like... I don't know. I, I don't know, Matthew. Um, so he, he describes he, the he, protesters he, out... He said, he's just going to let him... Um, hope he doesn't have his tennis racket with him. Um, because Spiro oh, Agnew... Oh, yeah, was, what was that? Yeah. Yeah, because he, like, he had, like, there were repeated times where he, like, hit people in the head with tennis balls because he was very bad. Um, what? And he kept getting, yeah, Bob Hope, who was also, like, a fucking right-wing piece of shit. Um, like, guys, don't, don't, don't look into the history of Bob Hope. Just, like, watch old movies and pretend you don't know anything about reality. Um, Is there a dollar upon Bob Hope? No. I be. mean, he's just, I, like, it, I, at least I hope that he's just, like, you a guy with shitty politics yeah. and too much money. Mm-hmm. But um, he was probably also awful, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but he invited him to his tennis open, like, repeatedly, even though he wasn't very good at tennis, but he was the vice president, mm-hmm. um, and he played tennis a lot. And, yeah, there are multiple occasions where he ended up, like, hitting somebody with, like, a fucking tennis ball. <laughs> like, he hit, like, a, I think he hit a woman and, like, a kid. Yes! And, like, oh, yeah, like, like, the man's a menace. So. Wow. That's shockingly bad at tennis. <laughs> that is very bad. I think even I wouldn't be that bad at tennis. I think he had somebody with a golf ball, too. Like, he was just, like... Uh, Uncoordinated. Like, yeah. Agnew repeatedly just, like, yeah, getting people uh, knocked around. And that's... there's They actually draw Spiro Agnew in here. Oh, do they? Oh, you have to point it out. I see the guys there and the... Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know anything about him. Yeah, he's, he's a very generic-looking person. Okay. <laughs> with a... A wacky name. Uh, so Matt just goes home. He's like, oh, it sounds like there might be 
some trouble with the protesters, but they don't sound like the violent type. They just want anybody to listen to them. Uh, I'm going to go home like a good little daredevil should. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, so he's like, mm, maybe I should call Karen, but I can't call her. After all, she ran out on me. I've got to have some pride. And it's like, Matt, she did not run out on you. She has a career, Matthew. You're the, you're the one that left California. Yeah, you could have stayed like, in California, you dude. You could have stayed. Yeah. Like, not because it's not like you do any assistant DA work anyway at the best of times. No, he so. says he doesn't enjoy it. He says it's like a ho-hum day. The doldrums of, of working with the DA. So... Uh, so he says, oh, why don't I, uh, why don't I chill myself up? And then his phone rings. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And it's Karen. So he's waited so long to call Karen. She's actually phoned him. Better outfit, Karen. Yeah. Better yeah. outfit. Green and kind of dark green and lime green, I'd say. Yeah. Like a stripey number with, with some, some beads. Yeah, beads, yeah. Yeah, orange bracelet. But yeah, better. Hair's looking a bit flat, Karen, but I'll forgive it. It's fine. Well, she's in California now, so she's gone for that kind of like hippie, yeah. long... Yeah, long hippie look. But I, I like this mm. outfit, yeah. Um, so she uh, she basically phones him to sort of tell him about this offer she's had of this this film. And then, uh, but Matt teases her and says, oh, yeah, you you obviously called me to say that you can't live without me and you're coming home on the next plane, right? And then we just see his reaction in the next panel, which is like, oh, well, I can hope, can't I? <laughs> so she's obviously gone, uh, no, I have uh, a career, yeah. dude. Like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. Um, Matt seems to think that Buck Ralston seems pretty harmless and says, don't let his politics keep you from doing the picture with him it might make you a star Ugh. but i mean there's there's doing politics and there's there's politics and there's politics there's like preaching like crazy shit on hollywood boulevard you know yeah so yeah i, yeah. I mean listen Ben Shapiro wants me to be in his movie <laughs> what, am i gonna say no, no i mean he could make me a big star you could be in that movie brad you could do it mm. <laughs> <laughs> could be a Hollywood starlet, Brad. <laughs> so Matt is all angry because he says, "Oh yeah, Karen, she loves me, but she doesn't want to be near me." Ugh. And then the phone rings again, and it's oh, like, "Matt, baby. I, I, it really is like, come on, Matt. Like, I know they just want to keep this like love triangle going, but it's well, not even love triangle now. It's just on again, off again, but." Karen's mm. got a career. Karen's settled now. I like Karen much more in. LA apart from when she's moping after Matt you know yeah so Foggy rings Matt and says oh uh by the way there's big trouble down at the Hilton you better meet me there on the double see you see you there I'm not really sure what the DA would do a thing like this like would they go to something like this like I don't see Uh, well I I guess it was if if there's if the I was going to say if the assistant manager was there, that's not <laughs> the voice the vice president. Maybe it's like you know he's the DA of New York, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. like maybe it's a, a thing you know because you get like the chief of police, uh, the the kind of like um, the state governor that sort of thing. Oh yeah, it's just because there's so if, many police there. He says already if, there's loads of police. If well, the one, thing is, if he's one of the big them. cheeses is there, mm. then I would assume that someone like the actual DA of New York would have to be there just as a. The thing is, though, that he says he wants him down there because there's trouble. At yeah, the it's because it's not just because so the vice president's there. It's... Yeah, it's simply because they've had like you know threats or something, and like like I, I this is the DA doesn't maybe needs to be ready to make a statement if they make an arrest. Mm. I don't know mm. that you need to be in person. Yeah, so it's it's like I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like a, oh, I don't know. Oh, and the assistant DA like... as well. Like. I don't think the assistant yeah. DA needs to be there, particularly. Uh, he's you know, never there. He's never there anyway. Blind so, Matt Murdock, you can't do anything, <laughs> as everyone thinks. Uh, um, we gotta, it, listen, if someone if someone assassinates Spiro Agnew, we gotta be there to keep the country calm. <laughs> well, Matt decides to not go as Matt Murdock. He goes as Daredevil because he can be more help. I I agree. I'm like, yeah, fine. 
Um, but he's he's not doing much to kind of like not out himself. Not really. Because no. like Foggy's the DA, surely he'd put two and two together and be like, well, where's he hasn't Matt so far? And, like, <laughs> and how come? Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean. Foggy, Foggy would have put this together a long time ago if the writing allowed him to. True. Yeah. True. Uh, then we get this police officer telling the protesters off that says, you better break this up and go home. We don't want anybody to get hurt, but we've got our jobs to do. Ugh, you know how you don't God. get anybody hurt? Don't hurt anyone. Yeah. Like, it, you know. It's okay because, well, it, you know, the, the crowd seems to be majority white, so they should be all right. Well, the one guy that isn't is talking to the cop with um, yeah. his friend. There's these two guys, one with the sort of long blonde hair and then the other guy's mm-hmm. friend. And he says, the three of us represent the whole crowd. There's a woman behind them. So I'm guessing they mean this woman as well. I think this it's old lady. This old lady, old, yeah. la- old lady with a red shirt on. Yeah. Well, we don't <laughs> see her Kami. later. So Kami. maybe, yeah. Go on, Brad. Yeah, red shirt, commie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I was gonna say, Grandma Commie. Um, so he's like, oh, you know, I my orders are to keep you away from the hotel, and then we get the explosion. So later on, this guy is absolutely right. He has an alibi. He was talking to the cop at the time. You know. Yeah, he was being harassed by a police officer yeah. for no reason. Absolutely. So immediately. Immediately, the police just start attacking the crowd. Huh. Weird. Mm. Weird. Mm. Weird how that happens literally every time throughout history and every occasion that the cops can possibly attack a crowd. Well, they've so got to do something to keep them busy, Brad. Ugh. <laughs> Come on. God. Um, and we get, uh, talking over the top, we get Walter Cronkite, who the only thing I know about Walter Cronkite is he's mentioned in Harold and Maud. My favorite film, which is oh. 1971. But I, I mean, don't know who he was. Walter Cronkite was like he was the like news reporter. Like it was like the evening news equals Walter Cronkite. Ah, okay. So kind of like Trevor McDonald. <laughs> yes, Trevor McDonald. Yeah, it's like a big person you just made up. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> dare you? Trevor McDonald's a, a hero. He's a legend, and now he does. Now he does a Vision Express advert, right? (laughs) So Walter Cronkite basically says, the police have assumed the bomb was tossed by protesters and they're now wading into the crowd with nightsticks and tear gas. Of course they fucking are. (laughs) They assumed, therefore. Yep. (laughs) Oink, oink. And we get a nice picture of Walter Cronkite reporting. Um... So meanwhile at home, Buck Ralston, with his fabulous head of hair, that's the only good thing I'll say about him, is yeah. watching the proceedings on his TV. He keeps looking like Ron DeSantis to me. I don't like him. <laughs> his they, face they is always... not, like, his, his face is too angular. Ron DeSantis they is a weird They always do this. They always do this. They always draw their, like, slightly crazed villains with this kind of weird, pointy, mm. this, like, yeah. weird, pointy face. Yep. Don't trust people with weird pointy faces. He more he looks no. more like Matt Gates to me. Yes. Oh. Uh, okay. Yes. It, looks, it looks like Ron DeSantis and Matt Gates had a beautiful baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this guy is like, oh yeah, just like I figured, those commie kids don't even have respect for the vice president. But that's all about to change. And oh, then imagine the next... having imagine having respect for Spiro Agnew. <laughs> Impossible. The next panel is the one that you sent to Tammy and I, Brad, so you can talk us through it. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> it, it, like, get ready to feel a chill to your core. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir, America's going to be America again with a little help from patriots like me. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to listen to the government and stop all this rabble-rousing protest stuff. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Not in those boots, sunshine. Yeah, he's wearing his little cowboy boots. (laughs) I mean, his outfit, I don't like it. It's like green suit with, like, red cowboy boots. It's like, no. With the trousers tucked in. The trousers tucked in, yeah. So he he also references Russia here as well, Soviet Union as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he says, unless, yeah, unless they'd rather go listen to Kasojan for a while. Yeah. And again, I know this is 1970. I know, I, I know. First of all, this is a fictional villain, and also <laughs> this is 1970. And like, 
uh, Khrushchev has, like, just been replaced, I think, like, Khrushchev hasn't yeah. been in very long. Yeah. But, like, I, like, again, like, weak sauce. <laughs> I mean, I know we were full Red Scare in 1970, sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, looking back at, like, you know, the Soviet Union, I don't think... Nobody's fucking worried about fucking Kasojin. <laughs> uh, and then he also says, as for those that don't want to fight for this country, well, there's ways to take care of the yellow-bellied cowards. Ooh. Chilling. Chilling. Yeah. yeah. And then like, he just, says... I mean, just... Yeah. I'm sorry, just, I just think America's going to be America again. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. And then he says, what we do to do that, we need a leader, somebody who can handle the traitors in this country. And he's going to step up. He's, gonna, he's putting on his little mask. We need a new, we need a new kind of judge, Brad, to decide who's a good American and who's a rotten new red. judge, perfect judge, one of the best judges. <laughs> uh, and I will call myself Brett Kavanaugh. No, it's the Tribune. <laughs> With his gigantic Dracula cape i love this cape so much and it really irks me that it's <laughs> it belongs to someone so black what about his mask i kind of like i just i i like the whole kind of outfit but he's just horrific he's a horrific person and mm. i just i can't no he says god bless america bring in the accused and I'm sorry, but his goons outfit. Yes, we need to talk about the goons outfits. So please describe them in great detail, Bix. They're like so. We've got they they look like Daredevil from the bottom down. <laughs> yes. So they got like red leggings with like little red pants on the outside, like boot shorts on the outside, and like these kind of like blue booties. Mm. But then they've got like s- sleeveless tops, so like a a, a, a tank top that's blue and white stripes blue gloves so got like glove bare completely bare arm and then like the tank top and then these like red collars coming out of the mm. like dr I strange think... cape collars they're, they're like supposed um, cloak I'm, collars i should say sorry dr strange i get i get that they're supposed to represent like the american flag right yeah yeah which I find quite interesting that he dresses his goons like the flag, but not himself. Don't want to disrespect the flag, Vix. <laughs> <laughs> so, Weirdly, yeah, this is I what was... Brad was wearing when I met him at the airport last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is what I always wear. It's my, it's my go-to outfit. It's your go-to goon outfit. <laughs> uh, so he basically says they bring in this kid. He's charged with being a coward on account of he copped out of the draft um the guy's basically saying i have rights and in the tribune says rights my boy in this court only americans have rights how do you plead um and he's just like you're insane yeah you're get you're away. absolutely <laughs> get, insane. get away from me yeah and he says he's just a legal conscientious objector who doesn't dig vietnam and then he's just like no nope, you i sentence you to the living death and he shoots a laser beam out of his gavel, which I wish we could do, Brad, in Absolutely True True Crime oh. podcast. Man. Yeah. It's interesting. So I've got my gavel he right him. here. You ready? There you go. <laughs> so he shoots him with the living death. Mm-hmm. And then I presume and then he tells his goons to, um, like, you know, just dispose of him in the usual amount. So he's dead, right? Well, we, maybe we'll find out. the living it's... part of the living death? Because uh, unless he's going to... Uh, is he basically like is this a, like a delayed zombie reaction because is that how he's planning on taking over the world is to like shoot everyone with living death and turn them into like weird republican <laughs> trump loving zombies <laughs> maybe can you imagine well to yeah, be I, fair I, that's like most trump fans to be yeah, fair mm-hmm. yeah it, it just pumps like like Fox News in your brain, like Tucker Carl. You go into a coma, and in there, just Tucker Carlson just talking at you. No, oh, no, Jesus. Well, oh. as he, the Tribune says, the road to true democracy is a step shorter. Mm. So then the goons go out on their patrols, and when keep the, America free. Oh, um. I 
And then he's enjoying watching the protests in New York because he's like, oh, all these commies will be in jail by the end of the night. Hooray. Uh, then Daredevil sees uh, some guys in New York um, and he's like, where are they running off to? They're running away from everything. I mean, they're running away from the cops beating everyone up. I mean, why? <laughs> you know, okay. it must be suspicious. Uh, and they're holding bags. And he's like, those bags are too small to rob the bank. And then he sees that the bags are filled with explosives. And we see that it's some guys wearing the same tops that but, the Tribune's goons are wearing. See, he's got goons all over the US. But he seems to have given them all the same disguise because you can see yes. their like stripy <laughs> tops, but they've all got the same blue trousers, the yep. same brown shoes, the same green like trench coats. And the same face. And the same really terrible wigs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what, what's wrong with that? As you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... And then he's and then Daredevil says you shouldn't try to kill the VP just in case just because you were dumb enough to bet on him in the Hope Desert Classic. Brad, please tell go. me what, what you're on about. What they're on about. That's the Bob Hope uh, um oh. yeah um, golf game. Oh okay, fair um. enough. And then my panel of the week is Daredevil just swinging into these guys and then flying everywhere because I really like the way this is drawn as like an impact shot. Mm, yeah, it's pretty good. He's attacking them with his crotch, and it's great. I love it. Um, so he's like, "Man, you got us all wrong. We're patriots." Dad was like, "No, no, not having anything. It's not the Fourth of July yet. No, that's tomorrow, Brad. That really times oh. this episode." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dad will just proceeds to take these guys out, manages to get them to jump in and in, towards each other and hit their heads together, which is always a delight. Uh, meanwhile. Correct one of the goons is just lighting this stick of dynamite. I love that it's just like, like Acme dynamite. There's, yeah. there's, only, there's only me left. Go on me fast. Yeah. Carry out the boss's orders. <laughs> just this one stick of dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, so the goons throw some of his Acme dynamite, which explodes again, and round the corner, Foggy and the police hear it, and they're like, um, yeah, let's go. And they all run around there. Meanwhile, this cop was talking to these two guys again so they've got a double alibi because he was talking to them both times that these bombs went off um daredevil has been thrown back and is kind of a bit sort of winded and this guy runs over to help him and what do the police do brad oh you know they listen they have to arrest these kids obviously this guy's got long Um, hair like have you heard of felony murder um Listen, if they are they, they are the three that said they were going to speak for the crowd, therefore they're the organizers of the event. Therefore, if anyone gets injured or killed, they're legally responsible. Felony murder, lock them up for life. Yep. He's closed. That's it. Cops doing their jobs. Thank you for your service, officer. They're absolutely like, well, you obviously are the bomber. You've got long hair. Yeah. <laughs> Dead. It was like, no, wait, you're making a mistake. <laughs> Um, and then the cops are just like, eh, Daredevil, you're groggy, we'll handle this. And Daredevil... No need for evidence, Daredevil. No. We don't need your testimony. We don't go easy on bombers in this city. And this poor then... kid is like, Daredevil, you'll tell them, won't you? Please, you'll tell them. And Daredevil swings away. He's he's literally just fucked off. He's like, it's like... <laughs> Really? <sighs> I mean... Fucking Daredevil. And then the cop's <laughs> like, well, he left. Uh, obviously you're guilty because Daredevil didn't want to be your alibi. Right, let's go. So they arrest the other two guys as well. Oh, it's not a woman. It looked like an old woman earlier in the issue, but it's a man in a red oh. stripy top, I think. Is it? Or is it a woman? Yeah. I can't tell. Um, yeah. So they take these two guys away as well. Um and and they're basically like you know they say to foggy oh the police are feeding you a line we were talking to him when the bomb went off and foggy's just like save it for later and then this guy's like we'll do that but remember this is america man and you can't convict us because we were here or because our hair is long you need evidence and you don't have it because we're innocent but they still arrest them Oh, you, you, very sweet, naive I know. Sweet summer children. And Daredevil disappeared because he was worried they would unmask him if they took him to the hospital. Which I don't think they would have taken you to the hospital, seeing as you're well enough to swing around the city, so. <laughs> I don't know. 
So he's like, right, I've got to get to the office and meet Foggy um, and explain why I couldn't get to the Hilton. That's not the most important thing, Matt. These kids like, being arrested are the most important thing. Like, I mean, <sighs> Matt, Matt's trash. In this in this issue. He's He really is Switzerland in this issue. Like, he's, <laughs> he's not sticking up for anyone <laughs> at all. Oh, he's sticking up for some. He's sticking up for himself. Mm. Yeah, basically. The Tribune is putting some more guys on trial uh, who have long hair. This one guy is wearing, like, green trousers and gold cuffs and a belt and a string of pearls and a vest. He looks like he's from the FP. It's great. Uh, yeah. So he finds them guilty and he shoots them with his laser gavel. And then we have a little meeting later... Of the Tribune three and days his, later. Three, oh, sorry, way. three days later. Uh, the Tribune and his table of nerds. His table <laughs> of. They look like sticks of Brighton Rock. They're just all terrible. Yeah. Uh, and they talk about how these three kids that were arrested are now known as the New York Three. Mm-hmm. And they're to be arraigned for the Hilton bombings. Uh, and he's decided he's going to be a judge and he'll be there while the world watches. The traitors will die. He's just decided. And, and how are you going to wangle that? How are you going to wangle your way into like the judge's seat? Uh, because he's Buck, what's his face? He's the greatest actor ever. I, I keep wanting to it. call him Buck Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say Buck <laughs> Rogers. Uh, Foggy's been working hard on the New York 3 case and goes to see Matt. And... Um, and says to Matt, I'm positive those kids aren't guilty. And then Matt says, so am I, Foggy, but we've got to prosecute, don't we? No, you don't. It's your job. You don't have to do that. No, there's no evidence. No evidence. Don't prosecute. You could, like, you could, you're the DA. You can just throw it out, saying yeah. there's no evidence. But I, I can't try this. Yeah. Like, it would be unethical for me to try this case with no evidence. Yeah. And Foggy says, no, Come we have on, to prosecute. Foggy may god forgive us it's like no like, like don't prosecute don't, don't let me down fogs don't let me down oh. I've, I've been team foggy since the beginning oh, don't no. do this to me where's deb's yeah yeah deb's, like deb's, deb's oh, would have deb. been at that protest oh my god she totally would have been yeah maybe deb's died in that protest <gasps> oh. i'm sorry no anyway with that, we end the issue, and it says, Next, the trial of the New York Three. Give me liberty or give me death. It's a little Yikes. bit dramatic, but mm. I, I, can, I can go with it. Yeah. So, guys, anything else to add about the issue before we get into our toots and boots? It's a very sudden ending to this issue, but mm. it is a, a at least a two-parter. So. Um, it's... Oof. Oof. Yeah. It's it was it was unsettling. Very chilling, I think was the right word, Brad. Particularly that yeah. scene you yeah. like mentioned. That was that was Yeah, the Make America Great scene. Yeah. Oh oh dear. Um But I, what I'm really excited about is when Aaron Sorkin can finally um make the MCU version of the, the trial of the New York three. Absolutely. Uh, uh. Oh God, that'll be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> uh, what do we want to do? What do we want to boot? Um, Brad, you can go first. You're you're a fashionista. Um, I. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. I, okay. I. Okay. First of all, I I do like the guy that gets a living death at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> With the green ring out. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like, he looked pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, that's a strong one for me. Um, um, I, you know, that person with the crazy red turtleneck that we thought was a woman in the long tail, <laughs> but then we see that outfit, and it's very scary. Yes. Um, that's, that's very bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to be your boom. Um, I think so. I think yeah. so. Vix, what about you? Well, I was initially gonna to. I got. You know, I I prematurely tooted uh, the Tribune's mm. outfit just with the cave and everything because it was just fabulous. And then 
uh i read the issue so i'm gonna toot him in his entirety and that he had the audacity to have such a fabulous outfit when he's such an arsehole mm. like how dare you makes how you, makes you tall. very how very <laughs> dare you so he's getting the boot okay um i'm gonna toot i think most of the protesters i like i just i like their vibes okay. yeah yeah. And, you know, solidarity comrades. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I don't actually know what they were protesting about. Uh, they just wanted to be heard by the VP. Like, about, but, uh, I think about, about Vietnam and everything that was wrong yeah. in America. <laughs> just ever. Just, just everything. everything. Like, yeah. Just gestures vaguely at America. Yeah. There we go. Just, I mean, that. it's Spiro Agnew. You could, like, yeah, yeah. There's plenty. There's, compl- there's a lot of reasons to be upset with the Nixon administration. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when was when did Nixon um, leave office, Brad? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? Seventy three, seventy four. Oh, we've got ages yet. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You get some, another hundred issues. Oh yeah, get plenty of time. Hmm. Plenty of time. Not a hundred issues. What we're we talking about? We've got ages yet. Um. Okay. So I am going to to Karen's second outfit because I think she looks very cute. That was a very cute outfit. I'm going to boot the Tribunal's outfit because I do not like it. Um, oh, shots fired. And also it's mm-hmm. him wearing it. And that makes me angry. So yeah. I'm going to boot it and I'm going to boot him, his existence. Uh, yeah. So there. Anyway, um, what are what is our panel of the week, guys? I have, Well, what is your panel of the week? I've already said mine, which is that one of Dead of All, like, swinging in to attack those guys which i really like the way it's drawn um i i don't think your panel of the week is going to be the one you sent me brad <laughs> but maybe it is know. you can tell me <laughs> May, i think it might be just because of just like the the chill it sent down my spine <laughs> and the wacky boots that's uh... you know once the chill subsides then you notice the boots and you're, you're it's, like oh. why it's it's a real emotional ride. <laughs> uh, what about you, Vix? Um, I enjoyed... There's a panel where I think it's um, Daredevil's like, radar sense uh, senses the stick of dynamite. Oh, yeah, I like that one as well. Yeah. And it's like it's like his face is, is really faded mm. um, and it's got, like, kind of rings around it. So I think it's supposed to be his radar sense, isn't it? Mm-hmm sensing the sticker i really like that panel okay cool so after our panel of the week it's time for us to vote now vix because voting is <laughs> important vix You've got to take back control yeah and i just you know with voting i would encourage uh, every one of our les- listeners to uh, check their voter registration yes, status absolutely and if they are not registered to vote then do so and we vote about things that are even more important which is what to do with this issue of Dead Owl. So, there are three options. Yeah. Option number Describe one. Describe to me these options three. <laughs> Describe to me these options three. Um, I, we should make a jingle for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the first option is we have a very special vault at the back of Josie's bar where all of our issues, uh, like our favourite issues, issues that we absolutely love, and issues, because we've got a couple of issues I think that weren't that great, but they're like kind of integral to who Daredevil is. Mm, yeah. Um, so, they get a trumpeted ceremony and a uh, velveteen cushion. Yes. Uh, we also have a, a shelf at the bottom where things like. <sighs> They're good, but they're not great. And they're good, but they're not great, but they are too good to go under the bar, bar, which is our second option, Mm -hmm. which is for issues where we're kind of like, it wasn't really shit, but it wasn't really great. Not sure what to do with it. So it goes under the bar and may or may not not get used to uh, mop up some spillages, etc. And the last option is I effing expletive expletive hate this issue with the power of a thousand suns in which case uh it used to get kicked out of the window of Josie's bar but we can't afford to keep getting the glass replaced Mm. so now we just ask someone to open the door to the bar and it gets thrown out Mm -hmm. into into the the night where it belongs 
into the gutter of hell's kitchen mm-hmm. never to be seen again Back to the gutter with you absolutely what are you thinking about this issue vix <sighs> my immediate reaction was uh, my immediate reaction was get opening that window, Vix. <laughs> but there <gasps> is a part of there is a part of me that is like So this was written in nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. It's twenty twenty two and it is still scarily relevant yep, to very... the current political climate. So I'm gonna vote to put it in the vault. <gasps> oh my word. Yeah. Oh, Brad, what what about you? Well, <laughs> so I was going to say out speak. the window because because for the same sort of thing you said, Vix. Sorry, Brad, but it's because it's 2022 now, and this is still so relevant, and thus this is very depressing. This issue. That that was like that was quite you know part of my thinking as well, but I think it it's a historical document. Mm, the historical document. um so yeah all right well it's up to brad brad you are the judge (laughs) uh as it should be um because i still have rights because i am a white man um you have more rights than vix and i yeah yeah i'll have i'll have rights slightly longer than you guys then they find out i'm a communist um and then i get the living death yeah Uh, (laughs) and then you're first against the wall mate (laughs) Yeah, uh, of course, of course. Uh, well, if I was a complete fucking idiot, um, I would say that, but isn't the most important thing about a piece of art that it makes you feel something? And mm-hmm. that would be stupid because that's a stupid thing to say that stupid people say. Um, <laughs> really hate when people say that shit because uh, that's meaningless. Yeah, agreed. Like, then pornography is like the highest art, like whatever. Um, so... But this is like, this is, there were a couple of times where I was, I felt this in my core. I was like, oh boy, this is, I mean, I know all of this. I know all of this happened. I know the history of all of this, yeah. but just, it's just right there. And he's pretty much says make America great again. Yeah. And like, you just realize that, yeah, yeah. Like the seventies and the fucking anti-communism, like all that, all that and the Nixon shit, all that led to Reagan which was fucking awful, which led to George W. Bush, which led to, like, if, like the most ineffective, useless Democrats, which led to Trump, and here we are. Yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah, as a historical document, absolutely got to put this in the vault because it is it is something to behold. Oh, well, I will go with the Democratic decision, which is to put this in the vault, guys. So, because I, I, yep, so it's going in the vault. Okay, Vix and Brad. Now it's time Mm -hmm. for a little segment that I like to call Brad and Vix Predicts. issue is issue 70 71 not 70 it's issue 71 it, and it is called you gotta read it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've got to read this one again because it's so good um and it is called if an i offend thee Oof. i as in an e-y-e yes if an i offend thee See, now I've just got images of a giant eyeball rolling, like, down the street of Hell's Kitchen, spewing Shakespearean insults at people. <laughs> You're mewling, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you imagine? That well, would I mean, be hilarious. I would like that. I mean, I don't know what I... it has to do with the issue we've just read, but for sure. Well, it's just because you said, like, like, I... As in E Y E, offending people. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like... I offend thee. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it. 
Okay. Um, Debbie's gonna come onto the scene, <gasps> talk yes! some sense into everybody, and then Daredevil's like, yeah, you know what? I should fight fascism. And then he's gonna pluck out this fucking douchebag's eyeball. Oh, nice. Yes. What if he then but puts like... those eyeballs in his head, and now he's still got radar sets, but he can see twice as powerful. Oh. Yeah, but he's... Uh, but he sees want... with the eyes of a fascist. I was going to say, yeah. do you want a fascist eyeball? <laughs> Not really. Like, when it really comes down to it, though, like, I mean, I mean, we all enjoy the superhero genre, sure, but, like, superheroes are essentially pretty fascist. Like, yeah, are, it's yeah. just, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, speaking of superheroes, don't forget to leave milk and cookies out for Captain America oh, yeah, tonight, Captain America, as it's the 4th of June. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steve's birthday tomorrow. There you go. You might visit your your uh, your apartment, Brad. Leave you some uh, gifts. Leave you the gift of freedom. I'll pass. I'll pass. Uh, would you guys like a a little uh, description of the next issue? Always. Okay, so then you can see if you're absolutely right about Daredevil plucking eyeballs out of the Tribune and <laughs> getting his or, or or insulting eyeballs walking down the street. Okay. Uh, the description is as follows. Both Matt Murdock and Daredevil are summoned to court. The judge turns out to be the evil Tribune, and he has filled the courtroom with his goons. Will Daredevil be able to prevail and serve his own justice? I just got images of of Matt, like, having to get in and out of costume, like, excusing himself to the toilet. (laughs) Yeah, excusing himself to the toilet or whatever, but whilst, whilst he's, like changing into his clothes all you can oh. hear is <laughs> john ritter is <laughs> oh oh john ritter in uh in the mcu oh so they are going to be zombies then they're going to be like crazy they're just going to basically be christo fascist republicans that he's going to fill the courtroom it's with yeah, I mean, I wish I could tell you the name of the issue after this one because it it is about as far removed from this storyline as he can be. <laughs> and I kind of, I do you know what? I'm just going to tell you. I don't even care. Okay, so we have the Tribune, and then we have If and I Offend Thee, and then keeping <laughs> along with the feel of that, we have Lo, the Lord of the Leopards. <laughs> what? Nice. <laughs> So there we go. <laughs> Lord of the Leopards. Lord of the, does that like basically mean a load of, the um, Lord le- of the Leopards? Le- said he. Loads <laughs> of leopards uh, doing um, a rendition of the river dance. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it means. Anyway, <laughs> any other predictions for what's going to happen next? Are they going to? Are they going to basically appear in court and then Daredevil's going to have to be there as well? By the sound, like what's going to happen, guys? Maybe he's he'll find like a stunt double. Mm, maybe maybe he'll call he up gonna... T'Challa from last last issue and be like, "Hey, where my costume? <laughs> or... They're basically the same at this point, anyway." True. Or unless is he gonna have to tell Foggy who he is? Well, that would be telling mm-hmm. Foggy who or he what is. If he, what if he gets a very lifelike Matt Murdock mask and makes somebody pretend to be <laughs> Matt Murdock? <laughs> he's still well, got his theatrical fair. paint from last issue. He has become quite adept yeah. at theatrical makeup now, in like his own words. So, instant. you know, it's not not beyond the realms of possibility, Brad. <laughs> uh, Brad, I feel like if you were a superhero or villain, that would be what you would do, because you're very good at doing makeup as well. Theatrical makeup I would, shenanigan. I, as a superhero, I would make myself look like Matt Murdock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, Weird. that was the issue, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say we will be um, taking a week out in between um, this episode and the next episode, but I will try and stagger the releases so it, you know, it doesn't doesn't hit you guys too much. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you guys won't notice. Um, but, <laughs> uh, we will be taking a week off because next week. We can. Brad and I have got to watch uh, the next Highlander film. 
Yes. Which is very there exciting. There can be only one! Um, I wonder if there was ever... Did Highlander ever do a crossover with the MCU? Not the MCU, the, like Marvel Comics. That would be fun. I, I don't think so. Oh, I bet it's on fanfiction.net, Brad. We must, we must oh, search must it out. <laughs> um, AO3, guys. AO3. Or AO3, yeah. Daredevil and Highlander crossover. Awesome. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up, look it up now. Do it now. Uh, thank you, as always, Brad, for coming on. Thanks for yes. having me. I'm just gonna say uh, that uh, next week we don't have a guest, so if you want to come on for the next one as well, you're more than welcome. Uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> see how mad the next issue makes you. <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> I don't want you to like read Daredevil and have a coronary of like a rage. Nah, like, this one almost took me out. <laughs> yeah, I, it was yeah. it I'm was sorry, Frank. I was not trying to, to murder you. I I, I promise. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and we will be uh, uh, back uh, in a couple of weeks. But in the meantime, it's time at the bar. Crabbell! Oh, just oh. one this week. <gasps> Crabbell's broken. <gasps> Wait, there we go. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Uh, bye guys. Bye. 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 Bye.